Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Jason Dedeker, how are you today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good today. I'm, of course, excited to keep rolling along with Genesis, which also feels like a very long book now that we're into it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> is it than, a really long book? I don't know if it's that. It's just a lot's happening still, which is great. It's so action packed. It's very action packed, yeah. And mm. we're just like, you know, breezing through time, you know, like tens and twenties of years like in people's whole lifetimes just going by real quick no i just was gonna say like regarding that y'all got me my own my very first and very own bible (laughs) and i brought it home and i brought it to my not born and raised atheist boyfriend and talked to him about the bible a little bit and he was talking about like the song of solomon which apparently is really pretty Uh, yeah and then psalms and, like, those are not stories, really, at all. And so it's just interesting. It's just interesting the things in the Bible, like, all the things. Like, Genesis is a big story that is very epic, and Job is a story that's very boring. And, <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Well, I would have said philosophical, but... Yeah. Yeah. Fine, yeah, philosophical. That is interesting. Yeah, that there's just many different tones and almost many different genres. Yes, contained within the Bible. Yes, because yeah, Psalms and Song of Solomon they are much more like poetry. Yeah, and especially Song of Solomon, it's like sexy poetry. Yeah, that'll be an exciting. Yeah, one. I, 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 spoiler alert, I read like a thing, and it was really Uh-oh. sexy. And I like, read some Song of Solomon. Oh, jeez, oh, okay. just a little, just a little. <laughs> it was a lot about breasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should all show up in some lingerie for when we read Song of Solomon. Yeah, you can wear good. some mon- lingerie or some something. Lingerie. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm just thinking it's like lingerie yeah. that you eat. Mange no, rate. no, not lingerie. It? It's French. No, I meant like mangerie. No, I, I got it. Okay. Anyway, but that wouldn't sound as cute. Is well, we'll get there in a while. Yep. Um, all right. So we are continuing on with Genesis. We are uh, reading 25 and 26. Only two chapters today. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and I have Weird. looked ahead and I'm actually excited because we're going to get to a story that I remember thinking about a lot in my childhood, being very fascinated by, but that I don't remember Whoa. very well. And I don't think I got a lot of the details probably as a kid. So I'm actually kind of curious to get to that. But I don't want to talk about it too much yet. Okay, Emily, what happened last time? Do you remember? Oh, so it was mostly <laughs> regarding Abraham's wife. He died. Yes. Yep. Sadly. Mm-hmm. And 
and he wanted um, a place to bury her, but he didn't want it for free. So he went through this elaborate transactional process regarding <laughs> it. And finally, he paid like 14 shekels for it. And then he was like, I own this bitch. I think it and was then he got like shekels, but sure. Oh, I don't remember exactly. Not 14. Yeah, that seems really low because he got a cave and he got some trees and he got some land and then he owned it and he buried his wife on it. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh man, what if my offspring doesn't marry? And so he made sure that his most trusted servant found his son a wife, but that that wife was not a ca- not a canon. Right. Not a yeah. Canaanite. Yeah. Wow, good job. Instead, was a a, a, a an Abramite and <laughs> a Hebrew, <laughs> a Hebrew. Oh, okay, yeah, a Hebrew. And uh, then they met this chick Rebecca. And then, after a long arduous process of talking about the entire story of how he got her <laughs> to the people that he got her from, they left. And then she got married to Isaac. The end. He stuck a nose ring in her nose. Oh yeah, don't forget. The oh nose yeah, and there ring. were nose rings. Yes. Uh, you you skipped How over. How could I forget? You skipped over a very vital story that happened earlier before all of that. Right. What? The little fun little father and son camping trip. Oh yeah, that. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um. <laughs> yeah. So they were camping in the woods, <laughs> and the campfire was gonna be Isaac. But then God was like, nah, and then he wasn't. And then it was called something like the place that God stood or something. No. No, what like, was it called? The Lord, the Lord will provide. Yeah. Like he called the place the Lord will that's provide. That's the one. Yeah, yes. something like that. Yeah. Gosh. That's the that's the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. And nobody questioned much. He w- They were a little like, uh, where's the lamb that was going to be this campfire and instead he was like oh it'll come i like that instead and of it being did. a sacrifice it, that it's going to be a, camp a campfire <laughs> <laughs> like we just well, we just I need mean, something to burn like a lamb my son it doesn't matter okay. it's really awkward okay so what what uh what are we drinking <laughs> Uh, Emily, are you are you already a few drinks in? What's going on here? I mean, I've had something to drink, and I'm drinking this thing called Prophecy. Oh, oh that's appropriate. so appropriate. It's yeah. very prophetic. Yeah, it's uh, from California. It's a Pinot Noir from 2015, Ooh. and it's called Prophecy the Traveler. Oh, that's wow. fun. That does sound very oh. biblical. I it like it. Is elegant and medium bodied. <laughs> With luscious layers of red cherry and raspberry, complemented by complex spice notes. There it is. Nice, nice. Well, I'm drinking a Ho Garden, but not just any Ho Garden. This is a Ho Garden, and it says on the label rose. And so at first I was like, what? What? Uh, But it's a bière blanche à la framboise, it says. So it's a white beer um, with raspberry. And it's actually, it's very, very raspberry, but quite nice. I do enjoy it. Which goes against my whole thing of not liking fruit in beer, but it was quite delightful when I tried some of it. Yeah, it's quite nice. Same. I don't know if I would have more than, you know, a little bit of it, though. Mm -hmm. What are you drinking? 
Well, so as I said before, if I'm going to have fruit in a beverage, I'm just going to go all in on the fruit. So this is a chuhai, as we've talked about before on this show, which is a Japanese alcoholic beverage. This one is peach flavored. Uh, and the can is even dra- pink. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, it's just pink, 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 pink. Um, but what I was actually kind of intrigued about this one is that this one's actually 31% juice. Like a lot of these are, you know, maybe like 10% juice and it's mostly just filler right. crap. Um, but yeah, it's like 31% actual juice. Okay. Nice. Uh, and it's quite delicious. It's like I'm drinking sugar, though. Yeah. So if I just pass out midway through this, it's because I crashed from the sugar rush. <laughs> what kind of juice? I assume peach juice. Peach That's juice. what it's supposed to be. I think it would be bad radio huh. for me to very slowly try to read all the Japanese on this label. Yeah. So I think it's best if we just trust that it's peach juice okay. right now. Well, well just... you can hand it to Dedeker. It's Yeah, it's peach juice. Oh, well. Yeah. There you go. Great. Has <laughs> <Okay>. been confirmed. <laughs> the second ingredient listed on the label is, is peach juice. Okay, okay. Great. great. Well, with that. Shall we? We want to remind our listeners to always read responsibly and drink responsibly. And you can drink along with us, or you can listen along with us in the car. But please don't do both at the same time. There is another Genesis. It is Genesis 25. And here we go. Abraham had taken another wife. Wow. It like, dude. We don't know how much time passed. But that's what you do back then is you take all the wives. Mm. I guess you're right. It's just like he he old. He real old. (laughs) He is old, actually. Yes, that's a good point. Um, I'm trying to figure out how old he is. Does anyone remember? He's like 100 and what? He had Isaac when he died when he was 110. He's. Still what? what? No, he's still alive. No. What are you talking about? Sarah died at 127. So presumably is at least that old? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, Abraham was a hundred when Isaac was born. Yeah. So he's yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old he was. Hundred probably hundred thirty-ish? Yeah, probably. Something like that. All right. Abraham had taken another wife whose name was Keturah. She bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Medan. Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dadan. The descendants of Dadan were the Asherites, the Leshish, the, the Letushites, and the Lemites. The sons of Midian were Elpha, no, not Elpha, Epha, <laughs> Ephur, Hanok, Abida, and Elod. What? Oh, Eldah. Yeah. Elda. All of these were descendants of Keturah. Abraham left everything he owned to Isaac. But while he was still living, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubines and sent them away from his son Isaac to the land of the east. Just go, go away. 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 Go away, concubines. Maybe to try to mitigate some competition between them? I think that's got to be it. Yeah. Because Isaac's going to inherit... Like the the bulk of everything, right? But he's still yeah. gonna give away some stuff to the other sons. But then it's like, yeah, like go somewhere else and start your tribe over there, so you're not gonna compete mm, yeah. with this tribe. 
that's got to be it, right? I suppose. That makes sense. Also, fun little insight here that I learned is that this Ketura, uh, who he's married to now, was one of his concubines before. Oh, so she got a promotion. Oh. Yeah. So he's kind of like, oh, cool. This whole um, this whole dating slaves thing worked out with uh, Hagar. So I guess I'm going to do that again. Great. Yeah. They're very fertile, apparently. <laughs> yes. Oh, here we go. Abraham lived 175 years. Wow. He way outlived his wife. Yeah, that's yeah. true, huh? Then Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age, an old man and full of years. And he was gathered to his people. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> his sons, Isaac and Ishmael. Whoa. So Ishmael came back. Ishmael's back? Apparently. Whoa. Okay. That was random, but okay. You know what they say, weddings and funerals. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I guess you're right. They buried him in a cave. In the cave of Machpelah Mac- M- near Mamre. And the field of Ephron, son of Zohar the Hittite, the field Abraham had bought from the Hittites. Well, it came back in handy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They used it. <laughs> Great. There Abraham was buried with his wife Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who then lived near Beer Lahai Roy. This is the account of the family line of Abraham's son Ishmael, whom Sarah's slave Hagar the Egyptian bore to Abraham. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, this one's not too okay, long. Okay, hang on. Can we drink anytime oh, she stumbles over a name? God, we'll just... That's going to be destroyed. the entire account. <laughs> no, but like sometimes you're like okay to say it and like commit to it, but it's like when you stumble over it, I think then you drink. Okay, all right. I'll try not to stumble, but yeah. And Jace, don't get so attached to the like... Needing to correct her because you don't know what the correct pronunciation is either. I just want the letters to be roughly in the same order as they're written. That's my only. I'm trying. But why, but why though? I'm but trying. why though? This is a Sometimes podcast I called expect... Drunk Bible Study. <laughs> okay, like... fine. Sometimes I see L's where they're not supposed to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> the old phantom L syndrome. <laughs> exactly. All right, here we go. These are the names of the sons of Ishmael listed in the order of their birth. Nebaioth, the firstborn of Ishmael, Kadar, Adbael, <laughs> Miss Bam. Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we drink. go. <laughs> anytime Emily transposes letters, so we drink for that. Mibsam, Mishham, Mish. Nope. Mishham. Oh, drink again. Wow. Drink wow. again. Gosh, Emily, you're going to kill us here. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. Mishma, Duma, Massa. Hadad, Tema. <laughs> I love yeah, this. Yeah, no, this is great. <laughs> the yokifying <Jenner>. of <laughs> biblical names. Jeter? Yep. <laughs> Nap, Hish, and Kedema. Well done. Yeah, These killed it. Were, wow, that was, that was a task, guys. <laughs> these were the sons of Ishmael, and these are the names of the twelve tribal rulers according to their settlements and camps. Ishmael lived a hundred and thirty-seven years. He breathed his last and died, and he was gathered to his people. What? We didn't get to hear about his his donkey man escapades. <laughs> well, that's true. Oh, yeah, we never got to hear about. We did Why he was such a wild donkey? Right. Hmm. Just have to Other imagine. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's another account somewhere else. Jeez. Yeah, maybe. Perhaps. Yeah. 
His descendants settled in the area from Havila to Sur, near the eastern border of Egypt, as you go towards Ashur. And they lived in hostility toward all the tribes related to them. Oh, goodness. That did get predicted. Remember, that's what God said. That the tribes born of Ishmael would be in constant conflict with everyone. That's why he was a wild donkey. Because he was like constantly in conflict with everybody. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. So he doesn't okay. play nice. Yeah, I guess not. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> this is the account of the family line of Abraham's son, Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebecca, daughter of Bethel, uh, the Armenian? Armenian. Aramean. Aramean. From Paddan. Aram, and the sister of Laban, the yes. Aramean. Okay, sorry. I'll be like Jace. I think it is Laban. Laban? Okay. Yeah. Laban. Yeah. <clears throat> the Aramean. And this is like in Not, it, it, in uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Ar- right? The Aramaic? Is, is that the same? I'm pretty Aramaic? sure Aramaic comes from Aramea. Are you, I, which would be where the Aramean people mm, are, right? I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's, let's try to find Dugger out. Dugger is not sure. On this episode of drunk Googling things. <laughs> oh, it was the language of the Aramean tribes. Boom. You called it. Yes. Thank you, Wikipedia. So Aramaic was well the language done. of the Aramean tribes, which were a Semitic people of the region around the blah, blah, blah. Okay. Euphrates River, which Great. is kind of where this has all been going down. Love it. Okay. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. The Lord answered his prayer and his wife, Rebecca, became pregnant. The baby's jostled each other within her (laughs) they were just jostling about and she said why is this happening to me that's how i think i would act if i had a baby inside (laughs) just why just any baby inside you why is this happening why is this happening (laughs) so she went so she went to inquire of the lord the lord said to her two nations are in your womb Whoa, two entire nations? Jeez. Well, yeah. Metaphorical, I suppose. Symbolic. Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. Ugh. Why is God all about these, like, brother brother bullshit things? Oh, yeah, you're right. Because we did have, we started off with Cain and Abel. Going and Abel. Some brother rivalry. That's true. And kind of with Isaac and Ishmael, not that they really were like all warring and stuff, but their peoples will be warring. I suppose, yeah. Okay. Well, if Ishmael's are, are kind of warring with everybody, then yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, very Game of Thrones, though. You're right. For sure. When the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to come out was red. His whole body was like a hairy garment. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) So they named him Esau. (laughs) Esau. Well, Esau is, I think, culturally how people tend to say it in pop culture. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I grew up calling him. Esau. Esau. Uh, The hair thing. The hair thing that's actually pretty common in babies, actually, uh, especially babies that are born premature. They look like a hairy garment? Because babies are are covered in hair in the womb until about seven months or so because it protects them their body and keeps them warm before they have a layer of fat on their body what yes no seriously so if your baby is born premature like a lot of preemie babies have hair on their bodies not necessarily like 
like a little monkey or anything, but but like with fine hair all over their bodies that will fall off eventually. And wow. so I'll bet, like I, I bet because they were twins and twins tend to be born early, um, uh, that okay. yeah. he came out just with that hair on him. And they're like, we'll just call him the hairy one. Wow. wow. Esau? 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 Esau. Okay. After this, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. What is Probably that like? Means, a, you know, heel like, grasper or something. <laughs> grasping at heel, Jacob. Okay. Isaac was 60 years old when Rebecca gave birth to them. The boys grew up, so, and Esau became a... Yes? Well, I was just going to point out, you guys had talked about, like, well, they're getting married, so they're probably going to have kids right away. He was 40 when they got married. It's actually 20 years went by, because remember, he was stressing about the fact that they weren't having any kids, which means to me also that infertility lies in, you know, Jacob's side, or in, um, sorry, Isaac and Abraham's side of the family. Mm, Like the men are maybe not good producers, if you know what I mean. Mm, Um, Because both of them struggled Mm -hmm. with having their first kid. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Yeah. So it's not the wives' problem all the time. It's no. definitely these guys' problems. Definitely. Okay. Isaac was 60 years old when Rebecca gave birth to them. The boys grew up, and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. Oh, <laughs> um, He probably was like, a sweet boy who read in his tents. <laughs> that's what and I like Esau to imagine. Like, oh, that's cute. Yes. And Esau was running around all hunting and stuff. Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, but Rebecca loved Jacob. Mm. The favorites. Yeah. It comes out. Once when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country famished. He said to Jacob, Quick! Let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished. <laughs> okay, I like this voice for Esau. Yeah, I'm into it. That is why he was also called Edom. What does that mean? Like stew eater? <laughs> really hungry boy? Hungry boy? Yeah, I think it means hungry boy. <laughs> Whoa. Jacob replied, first, sell me your birthright. Whoa. Look, I'm about to die, Esau said. What good is the birthright to me? What? Why is he about to die? Because he's so hungry. I guess he he was out like hunting for days and maybe didn't find anything. And now he really is literally like famished and starving and feels like he's about to die. Really? Seriously? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is this is interesting. But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. Hmm. He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright? I wonder, maybe that's, we should look up a translation weird. there. Yeah, because despised yeah, that's weird. A- that's a weird, weird way to end this chapter. Yeah, that is okay. curious. So we have the Bible in basic English says um, that he took food and drink and went away, caring little for his birthright. Oh, I see. Hmm. Or another one says, showing just how little he thought of his birthright. Mm. Uh, yeah, despised his birthright. Seems like more often it's translated as like, didn't care. I see. Um, 
Let's see. The the good news translation says that was all Esau cared about his rights as the firstborn son. We see the message. Always of my course, favorite. I know. We'll get to it. It's always down the list because this is in alphabetical order. <laughs> so, okay. The message says that's how Esau shrugged off his rights as the firstborn. Mm, shrugging them off. Shrugged them off for food. Ugh. That's the end of the chapter. Oh goodness! Yeah. Wow. So so birthright. Like, I remember that part of the story about them being born being talked about a lot, like in church as a kid. Maybe this just happened to be like a day I was paying attention or something. (laughs) But the whole Um. thing of like that Esau came out first, so he got the birthright as the hairy one. But then Jacob like pulls him back in and like came out first. Like that was the story that was told to me. That doesn't seem supported by but this. That's not what happened. No, I know. But that's the story I remember as a kid. Was Are you like, sure you understood it correctly? Obviously I think not. But... The baby pulling the baby back in seems a little extreme. Yeah. It's, or maybe that maybe they were trying to say that he was trying to do that is sort of the... I think that's the, the implication. It's like yeah. he's trying to... He wanted that birthright and didn't quite get there in time. Yeah. So Esau's the firstborn, which means he's the one who gets to inherit everything. Well, that's cool. Genesis 26. Okay. Now there was a famine in the land besides besides the previous famine in Abraham's time. Oh right, when they went to Egypt. Yes, yes. And they did their first con together. Mm-hmm. And that was way a long time ago. Yes, yeah. yeah. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, "Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live." He's like, "Pharaoh's already gotten wise to all the cons of your <laughs> yeah. father." Yeah. <laughs> Don't even try that one. Uh, Don't even. It's already tapped territory. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make. Here we go. Okay. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and will give them all these lands. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed, because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him, including traumatizing you as a 37-year-old man, (laughs) keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. Yeah, you make a good point, God. (laughs) And was famished. When the men of that place asked him about his wife, he said, she is my sister. Oh, he's learned from his father. Excuse me. I love this. Oh, my God. The whole family line of con artists. Yeah. Wow. That's why God wow. was like, don't go to Egypt. They've heard this one before. Go to the <laughs> yeah, Philistines. That's good. Just stay here. Okay. They haven't. Yeah, they don't know this one yet. When the men of that place asked him about his wife, he said, she is my sister, because he was afraid to say, she is my wife. He thought, the men of this place might kill me on account of Rebecca, because she is beautiful. When Isaac had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked down from a window and saw Isaac caressing his wife, Rebecca. That's got to be a euphemism. Oh, yeah, Can you're right. Can we please look yes. and see Caressant. what others caressing? Oh, all right, all right. Uh, also, let's drink for that. Euphemisms. We'll drink for euphemisms. Oh, okay, great. That's a Love good, it. That's a good game to add here. Um, Already did. Yeah, let me see those translations. <laughs> Already drinking. Okay, oh my God. Okay. this first one is fantastic. Oh, the American dear. Standard Version says... Uh, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out his window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. Sporting. Yeah. So he was having sex with her. Yeah, he was doing her. Daphos, yeah. Isaac, so if you're going to pull make off... sports okay. If you're going to pull off this con, you got to be more yeah. subtle. you got to really be careful of those things. Don't have sex in front of open windows. Yeah. Um, uh, the He's common... not as shifty as his father was. Yeah. 
That's that's cunning, why, rather. That's why God was like, "Don't go to Egypt. <laughs> You're gonna mess this You're up. You're gonna screw this up your first time." <laughs> yes, boy. Okay. The Common English Bible says that he looked out his window and saw Isaac laughing together with his wife Rebecca. <laughs> that's what? cute. How cute. Those, that's really cute. Those translators were too afraid. To, Seriously, couldn't even mention caressing. They they had to. Yeah, they couldn't even speak the true word of the Lord. They had to Gosh. clean it up. Um, oh my goodness, the Darby translation says that he saw and behold, Isaac was dallying with his, with Rebecca, his wife. What? Dallying. Dallying. Oh my goodness. I just love that we're all getting all this new vocabulary of euphemisms. Okay, the good news yes. translation says that he saw them making love. Okay. That's the first Great. one who's kind of made it clear. Uh. Uh, that's the good news translation. Uh, what else do we got here? The King James Version says that he was sporting with Rebecca, yes, his wife. Like the other one, yeah. Got it. Um, the message. Oh, fondling. Oh. Looked out his window and saw Isaac fondling his wife, Rebecca. So Fondling how? I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, gosh. how do you fondle in a non-sexual way, really? Yeah. You don't. be sexual. Yeah. But so I wonder if maybe we'd have to go back to the, you know, original... Hebrew or Aramaic mm-hmm. or whatever this was written in. But maybe it's not that he was having sex with her, but was like, you know, doing some hand stuff. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was doing one of those annoying things when your boyfriend just like grabs your boob or your butt well, look, like look, while he's walking one, by. This, the Douay Reims Correct. Catholic Bible says that he saw him playing with Rebecca, his wife. Oh. So that, you know what, what I mean? It sounds play- more like uh, a lot of them say fondling. Yeah. Ooh, frolicking. frolicking. That's good. That's an entirely oh. different image, though. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. I know. They're just, like, jumping around and frolicking. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So. All right, let's go. Okay, so Abimelech sees him caressing slash frolicking slash laughing slash fondling slash doing all kinds of stuff with his wife, Rebecca. All sorts of things. So Abimelech summoned Isaac and said, she is really your wife. <laughs> Why did you say she is my sister? Isaac answered him, because mm-hmm. I thought I might lose my life on account of her. Then Abimelech said, what is this that you have done to us? One of the men might well have slept with your wife and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech oh, gave orders to all the people. Anyone who harms this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Hmm. Wow. He was really standing up for him. Yeah, seriously. No, he lied to him. Wow. Isaac planted crops wow. in that land and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich, wow. and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up, filling them with earth. Jeez. Whoa. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, move away from us. You've become too powerful for us. So Isaac <laughs> moved away from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar, where he settled. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died, and he gave them the same names his father had given them. <laughs> well, that's lovely. What, why is that even included? Come on. <laughs> Wasn't there some mention of There was wells? a mention of wells being a dispute in a- with Abraham. Right, there was a dispute over some wells or who owned it or something. Yeah. Oh, there's more disputes. Just wait. Uh, okay. Just wait. Okay, okay, great. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a well of fresh water there. But the herders of Gerar quarreled with those of Isaac and said, the water is ours. So he named the well Essek 
because they disputed with him. Mm. Then they dug another Does well. That mean to dispute, <laughs> but probably disputed water. But they quarreled over that one also. Ugh. So he named it Sitna. He moved on from there. Water well. (laughs) He moved on from there and dug another well, and no one quarreled over it. He named it Rehoboth, saying, "Now the Lord has given us room, and we will flourish in the land." I see. Mm -hmm. How ridiculous Mm -hmm. is this? From there, he went up to Beersheba. 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 That night, the Lord appeared to him and said, "I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you." I will bless you and will increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant, Abraham. <laughs> Emily's throwing up her hands. <laughs> it's She's so like, many know. times. Yeah. Isaac- well, it's more just like, okay, bro, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, <laughs> mm. like I have one, I have two sons, two. One of them was a hairy boy. <laughs> and then he gave up his birthright. And the other one is a conniving, evil little boy. So I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. What's happening here? Yeah. Okay. Isaac built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. There he pitched his tent, and there his servants dug a well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Time. Okay. We have to drink at tents now. Oh, yeah, I we're think. Drink about now, tents, tents are a trope. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Every time they say pitched your tent, because, you know, you know what they actually mean there. Oh, my goodness, Emily. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Abimelech had come to him from Gerar with Ahuzath, his personal advisor, and Faikal, the commander of his forces. <laughs> Sorry, I just remember when Emily called him Fecal last time. Oh, right. Okay. I forgot about that. It looks like Fecal. Okay. Isaac asked them, Why have you come to me since you were hostile to me and sent me away? They answered, We saw clearly that the Lord was with you. So we said, There ought to be a sworn agreement between us, between us and you. Let us make a treaty with you that you will do us no harm, just as we did not harm you, but always treated you well and sent you away peacefully. And Uh now you are blessed by the Lord. Isaac then made a feast for them, and they ate and drank. Oh my God. I just thought it said Isaac made a feast of them. (laughs) Jeez. Wow. Wow! Jeez, Isaac. Yeah, that you would know, be really different, so brutal. Different. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think there's Isaac, any cannibalism like, in the Bible, but I don't know. Guys, who, knows? who knows? What? Yes, there is. What do you mean? Cannibalism? Oh no! No, sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I nothing, nothing, nothing would surprise me about this book. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It could be anything. Okay. Early the next morning, the men swore an oath to each other. Then Isaac sent them on their way, and they went away peacefully. That day, Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug. They said, we found water. He called it Yay. Sheba, and to this day, the name of the town has been Beersheba. Oh, okay. Wait, I thought it was already Beersheba. I thought yeah, so, too. It's um, always confusing yeah. in these books here. Yeah. When Esau was 40 years old, he married Judith, daughter of Beeri, the Hittite, and also Basimath, daughter of Elon Musk, the Hittite. No, it's oh my gosh. <laughs> they were a source of grief to Isaac and Rebecca. Mm, that's the end of the chapter. Uh, wait, so... Wait, who was the, so e- the daughter? Esau, no, Esau marrying the Hittites, I think. Uh, yeah, he married two Hittites. He yeah. married Judith and also, I want to say, Basemath. Basemath. <laughs> I know, that's what that looks like to me. <laughs> Basemath. <laughs> The the basest math ever. Yeah, so he married Judith Dench and base math, daughter of Elon Musk the Hittite. Oh my goodness. And they were a source of grief. 
And that's Judith and Dench? Like <laughs> Judith and Dench. Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Good heavens. Dame and Judith then Elon Dench. Musk, the Hittite. Yes. Elon Musk. It's yeah. just quite a cast of characters in this book. And that's it. I feel like that kind of left us like not a lot happened this time. I know there's a lot more of Jacob and Esau though. That story's not finished. Yeah. There's yeah. much more of that rivalry really? there. Oh yeah. And that's more oh, the really? Oh, oh yeah. Shit, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the part that I remember as a kid learning about and being like, but I don't really remember any of the details. I just know that Esau and Jacob had some fought as babies. Had some things and I remember the baby thing incorrectly about pulling him back into the womb. <laughs> but I feel like I've heard that too somehow, and clearly that's like not at all what it was. Jacob and Esau, I feel, is a pretty significant story that gets talked about a lot. Yeah, and I think it's so. I think that also, like, there's some quotes in this that get used a lot in mm-hmm. like movies, like a lot of like court case movies will use like Bible quotes. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, pretty, what? I don't like. You can't that. handle the truth. Yeah, that classic Bible quote. That is you not from, from first Jack Nicholson chapter. No, a few good men. Excuse me, I was in that play. Yes, uh, from the Twice. book of the book of Jack, the Gospel of Jack. Uh, no, I mean I, I don't know. Like I have these memories of watching some movie that had, uh, uh, gosh, what's his name, Texas Texas man, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. No, older Texas man. Chuck Norris? No. Oh, that's Walker, Texas Ranger. Older Texas man. No, the one who's in, like, he's the... Who's he in? He's the boss. What? The boss. Here. Who's boss? Suntory boss. You mean oh, Bruce Tommy, Springsteen? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Bruce Lee Springsteen. Jones. <laughs> what? Yes, no, you're right. Bruce he's, Springsteen is the boss. He's the boss, you're right. That was bad. But no. he's not from Texas, he's from Jersey. Right. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Now, in Japan, yeah, they have the Suntory boss, which is this Japanese guy, but also recently has also been Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> anyway, I have a distinct memory of him playing a lawyer in something, and they're like, you know, someone like quotes a Bible verse, like, as it says, and, you know, whatever, and quotes a thing, and he's like, actually, that's chapter whatever verse this, and it reads, and this kind of like memorizing of the Bible and being able to recite it was sort of seen as this like, sign of being very educated mm. and so it gets trotted out especially not as much now but like in older um like lawyery movies and stuff <laughs> and the fact that like in like pulp fiction they do bible quoting it happens a lot in movies where characters will randomly be like ezekiel 26 mm-hmm. verse 14 and then they say some badass sounding thing before they shoot someone or right you know right Anyway, I'm pretty sure this Jacob and Esau thing has some of those lines about like the birthright, maybe, or something. I don't know. Great. None of them are particularly poetic. They're all like, we found water. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, what's going to happen next time? I know that there's more Jacob Esau rivalry on the horizon. That's all, that's yeah. all I know about. Yeah. What uh, do you think is going to happen between and- Jacob and Esau, Emily? Well, I thought that I've heard like more about Rebecca. Does she have some stuff coming, or is that mostly it about her? Rebecca little, does some cool stuff. She does some stuff. She's pretty oh, cool. all right. Well, I predict she's going to do some cool stuff. <laughs> Great. Nice. Uh, she does cool stuff. I know that much later on, we get more stories about Jacob and then his kids, mm-hmm. but I don't think that'll be next really? episode. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like, 
Genesis is basically a hundred years of solitude. Mm. It's the same premise of just like, we're going to follow generations of this family and tell you their stories. Though shorter than a hundred years of solitude. <sighs> yeah. Arguably. Maybe less depressing. Less depressing. Maybe arguably less depressing. Maybe arguably just as many periods of feeling really boring. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I didn't enjoy that book. Maybe did I. Did you read that book, Emily? Nah. Did you read any Gabriel Garcia Marquez? Wait, what was it about? Hundred Years of Solitude. It was about a family. <laughs> yeah. Period. Like a hundred years of this family going through many generations and all the drama that befell them mm-hmm. and whatever. I read a different Bible book up upon your request, and it was the Barbara King Silver, the Poisonwood Bible. Yes. Yeah. Great book. Great very book. different. Very not different. at all. Not at all related to this stuff. Um, <laughs> okay. Well. But very good book. I don't know. Yes. Well, in this episode of Drunk Book Club, um, <laughs> we'll see you next week, I guess. All right, we'll see you next time and find out what the heck happened with Jacob and Esau. Thank you for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at DrunkBibleStudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the book of Genesis is Fanfare for Space by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.